Welcome to Wearing the Heels podcast. Today we are very excited to have an amazing woman here with us, and we're very excited for her to tell you how she got where she is and what's her passion and how she made it. But before anything, I want you guys to know something. I just like everything in life, we're still figuring it out. And we're trying to do our best in this podcast. The point is to bring you value and obviously to get you to a better place and to get ourselves into a better place. So bear with us if the audio is not the best. Please bear with us and always feel free to give us feedback and to let us know if we can do better in any areas because that is the point, to bring you value, but for us to learn what we can do better for you. So... How are you, Arlenis, today? I am doing great, especially because it seems like I can never get away from my trainer. Not only I have to work out with her the entire week, but I have to bring her to the podcast as well <laughs> on a Saturday. So I am super excited to have her because I didn't only choose to work out with her because she is a trainer. A lot of people claim to do such a thing. Especially in Miami. <laughs> especially in Miami. But... There's much more. Uh, I know she cares a lot about wellness, the well-being. I know she understands when we're busy. She understands where our body's stress. If you have gone through injuries, she just simply tries to understand your body in order to give you the best experience and to make sure that you're healthy. So that's the reason why I chose to work out with her and why I wanted to bring her today to give you guys the same value that she brings to my life every day. So... Anais, we wanted to hear more about what you're doing and how you got to where you are today. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here cheesing, guys. Thank you so much for having me today. That was a great introdu introduction because I truly do enjoy what I do. Um, and I love that you appreciate what I appreciate and the way that I do it. Um, but to get started, guys, my name is Anais Cejas. I am 26 years old. I'm born and raised in Miami. Um, I did go to high school with Arlenis. Um, so I've known her for a couple years. We reconnected, like she said, because of fitness, um, but we have connected even further because we have a bunch of business ventures that we can relate to. So that's why I'm here today. I kind of want to share with you guys my experience, everything I've done and what I'm doing and give you guys some more info on my life. <laughs> but thank you guys for having me. I'm excited. Yes, so we would love for you to share what are the things that you do because we know that you're a personal trainer, but I know you do a lot more than that. Okay, so my main thing is Stay Golden Wellness. That is my wellness brand that I have been building for three years now. It includes everything wellness. So pretty much nutrition, fitness, events, now business, um, and just the well-being of a person. So that's what my brand consists of. And in that brand, I've been able to start a meal prep business. I've been able to host events. I've been able to do one-on-one -on -one training. I have an online presence as well that I get. Um, I work with other brands and kind of collaborate with my brand. And then I'm also in network marketing, which is something that I just started this year. You're an amazing woman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the turning point in your life when you decided, okay, I need to pursue something else. Um, I'm not fulfilled, which I always say, um, like Tony Robbins said, 
um, success without fulfillment is another type of failure. So we know that you can be successful, which you probably were, but you weren't fulfilled. What was the turning point in your life when you felt like, okay, I have to go for what I want to be happy? So I love that you said that because that's exactly how I felt, like being successful and not being fulfilled. That was my turning point. I was, I came from college, I went to school, um, I got my AA, I came back to Miami thinking I was going to finish my bachelor's here and I was working at a hotel, front desk supervisor, working 40 hours, I was able to get my first apartment in Miami. So outside you would look in and say wow you're so successful you've got your own place like you're in Miami working full-time 40 hours you graduated college and everybody around me was telling me that like wow you're doing so good you're doing so good and I genuinely was not happy I gained so much weight I gained 30 pounds acne all over my face from stress my face tells it all and it talks to me it tells me like girl you ate this look at you now i am part of that club unfortunately <laughs> no and that, that's why you have to listen to your body like yes. my body was my director in that point i was like and I, and I was going to the gym the only thing i was just stressed super stressed working for someone else reporting to someone else working so hard to get an, a raise to get a promotion, to get noticed. And I was like, I need to do this for my family. I need to do, cause you know, that's yes. what you're taught. Yeah. You're taught. They will, uh -huh. they will. You have to work hard to um, get a raise and then you buy the house and then you have two children and that's it. Uh -huh. And I was like, I knew deep inside of me that that wasn't me. That can be good or bad, but I've never been the one to listen. Um, I don't want to say it cause it doesn't sound bad, but to listen to like the everybody. I've always been like, hmm, really though? Like, do I? Like, can I test this? Can I like try this thing? And I, and I did. I was, like I said, I was the biggest I've ever been. I gained all this weight and I got fired. I got fired from um, working the front desk as a supervisor. I had worked so hard for this position and I was late, maybe like four minutes, but they're like enough. Like you've been late enough. We're just ready to let you go. And I, that day, I walked to the beach. It was, I worked on the South Beach. Walked to the beach, I sat in front of the ocean, and I said, this is it. You have nothing holding you back. You are not gonna call your mom and cry. You're gonna cry here by yourself, and you're gonna figure it out. And the only thing I had consistent at that point was the gym, only thing. I had not been a trainer, had not, I have worked out with my friends before, but I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, what do you wanna do? What is one thing that you will do for free? What is one thing you cannot stop thinking about? And it was a gym. So I went back to the gym, cause I was gonna go either way that day. And <laughs> I applied, I applied as a, I was a PT supervisor. So I did the super, like the paperwork for all the trainers. But to me, that was a foot in the door, mm -hmm. a foot in the gym. And I, I did it, I went for it. I just applied, I got like the supervisor position. Um, to give you the story faster, I did that for a couple months. And then one of my friends was like, why don't you become a trainer? You're here all the time. You manage us well, like you're like on top of us. You're, you know how to schedule, you know how to do all the administrative work. Why don't you learn the other side of PT? And I was like, me? Why? Like, I don't know. I didn't believe in myself. I didn't even know I could do that. I, I wasn't even thinking trainer. I wasn't even thinking trainer. I was just thinking gym. How am I going to get there? Whether I open my own gym, whether I'm at the front desk, I don't know. I need to get in the gym. 
And then he, my friend um, opened my eyes to that part. So I took my test to become a trainer and I started getting clients. And there, here I here am. Here we are. <laughs> I, there's so many things going through my mind right yeah. now because you said so many things that not only I can relate because um, I think it's very hard first to make that decision. Moments like that, it, it takes sometimes to kind of remind you and push you what's really important and what you should be doing. And there's a lot of things that I can say I can relate, but one of them that it's really funny is you said a friend told you, why don't you do this? And that just reminds me of Mariela and I, when we started our company, Lela, we sat together and I said, why don't we do this? And then Not even that, sudden, we're, we were having one of our everyday conversation because my cousin Lenny, um, which I love, she's always making jokes and she told me, Lenny's, you and Lenny's talk every single day. Like we're husband and, and wife basically. We are in a relationship. Yes, basically. And we are like having one of those conversations like always and making, you know, making jokes or whatever and talking about our inspiration and everything. And then she just randomly says that. And I was like, oh, something like clicked in me. And from what you said, there's three things that I want to highlight real quickly before we move forward. First of all, what you said about not listening to anybody, I don't think it has a negative connotation. Exactly why I didn't want to say it. Yes, uh -huh. but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be. Everything exactly. is perspective. It's yeah. not that you don't listen to anybody. It's that you trust yourself enough to listen to your intuition. I'm very big on what whatever it says inside because every little thing that I have achieved, and I'm not talking about only money and success. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about every little demon that I have battled throughout my life. It has been because I listened to my voice, my intuition, and I said, okay, this cannot be it. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to find another solution. This feels wrong. Like, whatever feels wrong for me is not it. Yeah. Even when you're tired and you're exhausted, you know when something feels right or when something feels wrong. Another thing, too, is that you were open enough to jump into something else. And even when you found yourself, you know, quote-unquote, lost, you were like, okay, so you took, like, a, an appraisal of your life, and you said... This is the only consistent thing that I have, and let me go for this because this is what I love. You could have, you could have just easily go to another hotel, getting another job, and you stay the same. Yes. And the last thing I am going to mention is the fact that you said, you know, when that friend told you that, you jump on the wagon. You could have stayed there because you're already doing something that you more or less love, at least more than hotels, mm -hmm. hospitality. So you could have easily settled and you didn't. So to me, those are like the little ingredients of the whole recipe of being successful. Everything that you just said, intuition, following your heart and doing what you're supposed to do and jumping off even when you don't feel ready, when you don't have the experience yeah. and you don't know what's on the other side because that was scary. When Arlene told me that, I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think, it, I think it's important to bring those stories and share those things with other people. Why? Because not everyone has the same reaction. Not everyone feels comfortable enough to do that or trust themselves. Like, mm -hmm. I can tell you, from my personal experience, guys, I'm sorry, the pouring is just the champagne on our story. Cheers, um, guys. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> but, for example, when I decided to do it, I think I cried for months. It took me a year to quit my job. A mm -hmm. year. Because I found myself in a situation where we had some issues in my family and I felt 
like I had to take all the responsibility to make my parents proud to be the person that did everything that everyone expected to do. And what you don't realize is that that can give you so much stress that you can end with illnesses that you will never get rid of. Like I have so many conditions right now that I'm gonna have to deal with for the rest of my life. They come from stress. So the one thing I learned is care about my body, care about myself, and it's not necessarily being selfish, but you can, you have to sometimes be selfish in order to be available for other people. Because if you're falling apart, you're not going to be there for other people. So I had to learn that. It took me a whole year. And when I finally did it, I cried and cried. But I took the courage because I didn't believe in myself. Because I felt that if I did what I wanted to do and I failed, it was going to be all by myself. It was going to be my fault. Yeah. And I finally did it. And I cannot stress enough. How happy I am compared. Celebration. Yes. It's like when you, um, when you break up with somebody and you love them and you feel sad. And that doesn't go away, right? Because you do love them. But you feel that little like freedom, liberation feeling. Because it wasn't a healthy because relationship. It, exactly. Or because you knew that um, you needed to step up and do something else. I feel like your spirit tells you what you're supposed to do. Um, which is funny that I say that because today I was listening to another podcast and I'm not going to get into it too much, but, um, I found this new profession that I didn't know existed, which is a spiritual psychologist. And I'm very spiritual. I'm not religious at all. Um, but I'm very spiritual. And he says just that, that our soul is a compass because we know, tell me that it, when you do wrong, something wrong, something aches inside. Like, unless you're a psychopath, of course. <laughs> but <laughs> um, just that intuition, like, actually being serious now, is that intuition. And I think that you always know. You just yeah. maybe don't have the courage, which, so, is, which is my favorite thing in the world, courage. Yeah. Because that's when you say, okay, I'm going to jump to this. But I think we always know in the bottom of our heart what we're supposed to do. It's just finding that courage. Yeah. That is hard. And that's kind of, like, what happened to me, like, from the outside in, it looks like it happened overnight. And, like, the story on the beach looks like it happened overnight. But I kind of knew. Like, that's mm -hmm. why I was already like, all right, I'm yes, going to look this that's way. True. Mm -hmm. because it's like social media. People see things yes, and it's yes, never what yes, they see. Yes, yes. Yes. And I could have, I could have, that's why I brought up my mom. Because I could have been like, oh, now I got to talk to my mom about this. She's never going to understand. Mm -hmm. What is personal training? What is a gym? Mm -hmm. You're a girl. Yeah. You don't need to be there. And I got it. Trust me, I got all those things when I decided to finally tell her. Um, I could have let all that stop me, but I knew deep inside that I would wake up and think about going to the gym at 6 p.m., 7 p.m. I can stay all day because I had to work long hours in hospitality, um, which was something that I had to learn. Hospitality, I came from bartending. So I was a college girl, like had been living on my own i was bartending i got put into hospitality because of a, one of my friends and i had to learn how to write emails i had to <laughs> i had to trust me you, i know you would think stressful. you would think you learned that in college right exactly no no no, no, no. there's yeah. nothing like dealing I'm with still, people no listen i'm still learning because another thing is um being comfortable with being uncomfortable here i thought after 10 years that i was the bomb.com let me tell you, I do well, um, I have amazing clients and everything is fine and I'm really good at what I do. And um, I say that because I have done the work. I have made my dues. I have gone to, to school and done the seminars and everything in between. First, I did one year as a manager. I was managing 42 people. There is no easy way 
there's not an easier way to humble yourself. Oh. <laughs> when you jump into something else and then you're managing 42 people that are artists. That yeah. is hard. No. Because nobody they... wants to be nobody wants to be an employee. Everybody wants to be an artist. Uh-huh. And then when I get there <laughs> and it's it's weird because I'm I'm in a, I'm in creative but I'm very like straight with some things. Like I like to be punctual, I like things to be done a certain way. And then you meet these people that are artists and they don't care about that. Oh my god. They have their own way. Exactly. Yeah. So and they're older than you. Mm-hmm. So you're always the baby. So you have to like gain that respect, which is BS to me. Like yeah. oh I my had god. to do that in hospitality. I had guy like people come to resorts. I was at, I worked at a resort, so they were entitled. They're paying mm-hmm. me and they would talk to me like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like yes what like <laughs> i was just always but i had to do it i had i had to pay my bills yes, so i had to yes, you had to pay your dues. i had to pucker pucker up and i i, I learned to love it i learned yes. how to master it i learned to to you know treat them well and i learned a lot from but it job. wasn't your passion exactly it wasn't my passion. and it's part of the journey because you learn my my job uh, that I had for four years, I loved. I learned to love it. I I learned everything to that learn I know it. and learned that I'm applying it. in mm-hmm. what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. But like you said, people see things from outside, and I'm gonna ask everyone listening to this podcast: <laughs> your friend, family, cousin, your son, daughter, when you have them, if they tell you they have a passion for something, even if they have a job that pays them two hundred thousand dollars a year, and a they don't love that, year. and they're not happy, no. and they're stressed, and they say they want to leave, don't. Don't try to convince them to do Don't the opposite. Don't discourage them. Because, you know, you talk about your passion with such an excitement, and you want people to feel that excitement. And when you do, and the response is, but you get paid this much? Like, I'm 60 years old, and I don't get paid that much. But you just said Oh, it. my God, I got, I got that, that a lot. That's, I got that a lot. You know what that is? And I Why get would that you leave that job? Everyone or not even that. Or not even that. You already worked so hard to get here as a hairstylist, and you already done so well. Why would you just take your money and invest it and then start from zero? Because that's what you do. That's what we did with Lela. I felt like, and I still feel like I started from zero. And it's very hard to get from that uncomfortable place to that another, even more uncomfortable yeah. place. But listen, it's totally worth, it's it. worth it. And to yeah. the people listening, like Arlene said, the people that discourage you, if you really feel like that's your passion, make sure that you get focused and that you go for that even if you fail at least you try because listen there's nothing more sad than those what ifs you don't want to be in bed listen 87 percent more or less of people when they're about to die one of the first things they regret is living the life that other people wanted for me tell me if that's not the saddest thing like we literally it sounds morbid but we are literally going to die all of us that's the only short thing in this world so if you don't try and do what makes you happy why are you even here for i would never understand what's the point of making your family happy which i love my family and of course you want people that you love to be happy but if are you cause of happiness? I feel like when people generally love you, they will feel happy, even if it's eventually for you. Because that worry comes from them loving you and worrying about you, but that goes away. Yeah. When they see you like pursuing it, that goes away. A lot of people reflect and tell you their insecurities. Mm-hmm. Like you said it. She yep. did, the person's oh. like, oh, I'm 60 and look at me and this and that. 
you don't want to end up like me. That's your intent. That was yes. you. That's you. I'm me. And that I had to deal with that so many times because people just, they tell you that. They want to give you their opinion, their reflection, their the way that they would handle it. Mm -hmm. But I'm me and I know what I'm capable of. And it takes a lot of self-awareness awareness to look the other way. Be My kind. favorite phrase. <laughs> self-awareness. There's, there's a thing that I say. You're either where you are in life because you believed in yourself or because you listen to somebody else's. You are in where you are in life because you believed in your dreams or because you let somebody talk you out of your dreams. Yes. Yes. That's it. It's that simple. And I could have done it. And I know that they mean well. I know my entire family yes. wants to They the just best. come from the point of view that they weren't they able to do it. Yes. So they feel And like that's what I said from the worry mm -hmm. as well. Because they worry about you. It's not because they don't love you. Yeah. They just worry that you might fail and your heart might be, you know, yeah. you might get heartbroken. But that's not that, you know, one of my favorite phrases is, That sounds like a personal problem. Yeah. You do you. No, not only that. I think, if, especially some people might say it come from, you know, they don't understand or they just generally don't care. But if it's people that care, mm -hmm. the best way we can do is we do what we want to do and then we just show them how happy we are. Mm -hmm. And then naturally, they won't even question mm -hmm. it. They'll yeah. support it. Yes. They're supportive because they see you happy and they see that what you're doing, mm -hmm. it's something that's actually, you know. Of course. It's Lighting a, a spark in your face yes. is making there you go. stay yes. golden. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love that. that. Is why. And I know we've been saying all these great things why we decided to do it, but I think all of us have experienced this. We all have experienced where we've reached a moment where we have wanted to give up, but we haven't. And let's be honest, as much as anyone can say like, no, I haven't been there. That's not true. In any, it could be Even in personal, the professional, personal, relationships. Anything. Yes, anything. Yes. So have you been, and what was that defining moment where you found yourself in that situation where you wanted to give up even now when you're following your passion and why you didn't give up? Yeah, I mean, I could say quarantine, the coronavirus, the whole situation that happened to everyone was gonna, could have been that factor for me, but it wasn't. I'll get back to that, right? Like certain people, Like, this is it. Like, I'm going to go back to nine to five because I need to survive, right? I'll get back to that. But um, a moment where I questioned what I was doing, questioned if I should keep going, questioned if I should go back to a nine to five was probably like a year ago um, doing my group classes, doing the, pe the personal training. I had my, my business was very stagnant. I was getting by, right? But I was, my dreams are so big that I was like, Anais, you're not gonna get it with these little clients. You're not gonna get it because no one's showing up. Like I had classes where people wouldn't show up, but I came with my speaker, my, my equipment, like day in I drove because I didn't live in this gym. I didn't live where, I wasn't in the situation I'm in now. I had to work for where I'm at now. But before I had to bring my lunch, like get ready for the day, come, and no one would show up. No one. I'm talking about, I would sit there and I'm like, 15 minutes. Oh, I'm away 20. And if they come in 30, I'm still gonna teach them. Like I was like, <laughs> I was just waiting, but that takes a toll on you time after time, you know? So I was like, instead of victimizing myself and saying, give up, like, you know, like you're not good enough. You're, this isn't for you. I decided to figure out how I'm gonna do it. I had to learn marketing. I had to get out of my comfort zone and talk to people. I had to literally go up to someone in the treadmill and be like, hey, I have a class going on. Do you want to come? And they would look at <laughs> me crazy. Them. And I'd be like, yeah, it's super fun. Like, come on, we're setting up now. I'll, you know, I had to wet my feet in all parts of my business. 
so that it can level up. Like I had to talk to people, I had to recruit, I had to market, I had to film, I had to do all parts of it. And then I was like, Anais, you're not gonna give up until you do this, this, and this, because you're not doing it now. So those are the things that are missing. So once I started to do that, it kind of shifted and I started to believe a little bit more. But one thing that didn't let me stop is that I knew I this is what I wanna do. Like whether, whether I was getting paid or not, I'm gonna do this. And guess what? I wasn't getting paid. <laughs> I wasn't getting paid for months. I, I love what you said. Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> I went the gaggies. And a lot of people don't know this, but I'm not going to put the place out there. But the place that I was working for was paying me behind. Mm -hmm. I was four mm -hmm. months, three months behind in payment. And that is a lot. Like, Of course. That, I mean, if you're taking care of yourself, I mean, four, four months that you have to figure rent, out rent and cars, everything else. dog. Like, <laughs> all these things that I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take on these responsibilities. Um, And I would go to them and be like, hey, guys, I need my payment. And you know what they would tell me? Oh, there's other things we owe money to that's a bigger priority than these classes. Oh. If that's not a smack in the face and that is like yeah. a, you're not doing anything, your classes are not valuable, yes. your programming, everything, everything that I had, they basically would tell me, oh, you're going to have to wait for the payment. Yeah. And I, I went home each night and I kept showing up. I could have quit. Of I had course. nothing. You can always have that option. Exactly. You can just quit and go back I to whatever gone to another you, gym. you did. I could have, my other thing I could have done, a lot of the trainers would tell me, like, go work for another gym. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, there's no other, like, I could have gone into any gym. I came from a gym. I quit that gym and I, I, I branded myself and I contracted myself. I um, made myself an LLC and I was like, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to pay myself. I'm going to give myself a salary. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get my clients, whatever. Um, and I had a lot of friends. I didn't tell this to any person. On, I'm telling you, on camera, it looked great. It looked like, girl, you... It always, lo always looked yeah. great. And people compliment you like, I want to get to where you are and whatever. And then I make it a point to tell people, listen, I am not going to, you know, complain. It's, it's not that I'm complaining. I'm just telling you so, so you easy. don't invest money and then you give up halfway. Because for me, success easy, no. is for the people who don't give up. Because it could have been so easy for you to go back to hospitality. Like for me, before having um, a nap, I was set in a way. I was completely fine. I was making as, as much money as I needed in the moment. And I didn't, it wasn't necessarily like I got fired from a job or um, I felt like, oh my God, you know, I need to find something new. I, I was safe. In every sense of the word, I feel fulfilled in that sense. But I knew that I could do more. And it would have been so much easier to be like, you know what, Arlenis? I'm really good on where I'm at right now. I'm paying all my bills. I go out all the time. I'm traveling, you know, six times a year. I'm good. Yeah. But when you have that inside of you that you want to do more, I feel like when you sleep on that, then not only do you regret it, you always feel like you're leaving halfway. You're missing something. No, like, like you're, you're missing a part of yourself. Exactly. Like, and I know because all the time you tell me about the huge like vision that you have and you're working towards that. And... Mm -hmm. One thing that we've mentioned in other episodes, and I think it's very important to always remind ourselves of that, is that we don't go through that just once. When you have a business, you go through that constantly. Oh like, God. I have breakdowns all the yeah. time. And what about wearing all these hats? Listen. 
<laughs> when you said marketing, she was when like, Listen, <laughs> let me tell you. I sat down with I, marketing guys. I'm like, teaching me how to run a Facebook campaign. I'm like, can you please slow down a little bit? <laughs> I, I need you to like. But that's, the, well, that's the hardest thing to me. It's an ego thing. Let me be 100% honest. Like, I pay my dues for years. I didn't travel. I think I, I worked for six. And mind you, I started in high school. When everybody was going out and partying, my, my school boss would, would leave me like in the corner of the salon that I used to work at. Um, I was an assistant first, and then I got a chair. I pay my dues. I wash a lot of heads with these hands. And I have been an entrepreneur for a few years. I, I make my own time and everything. Imagine just starting over and, giving, and, and investing all that money. But not only that, it's basically you being an assistant again. Because there's so many things that you don't know. And not only do you have all the experience and all these clients and people look up to you and basically you're training other people. I have had people that I have trained. I had an assistant for a while. Then just go all the way down to the level. And not only are people um, teaching you things that you don't know, but you're wearing all these hats that for the first time in years, you're starting over again. And you feel uncomfortable because the truth so is that you're so used to doing things that you feel like you know and exactly you're what you're doing. So and you're, you're like, oh my God, when I was a manager, like, I was like, yeah. they look up to me they know mm-hmm. because I know what I'm doing. Yeah. They think my work is amazing and now I'm back into, mm-hmm. I have no idea what I'm <laughs> yeah. doing. I it's from Googling going from things. like being a boss to being an assistant. Mm-hmm. And that's so hard. To me, that has been the hardest thing because it's not that I feel like it's below me. It's not that. It's the fact that I always want to do things perfectly, which is an issue that I have. I a have lot control of people the issues. Have that though. Yes. A lot of people. And it's better perfect, to lounge yeah. and adjust than perfect mm-hmm. something and perfect yeah. something and then other people are you know getting ahead and you're just there like holding it because that's another type of procrastination yes you know being self-sabotaging oh my god mm-hmm. and like doing marketing all these things that i didn't know how to do was like a slap in the face for me because i'm like oh my god i have to do all these things um i wanted to ask you also what's your inspiration <laughs> who inspires you so I can give like a famous person and obviously a personal person. Both, yes. I'm, I'm going to give both just because I know a lot of people can relate to famous people more. Um, but I've, I've never been like a person to idolize someone, but I do recognize real when I see it. Like I relate to that, right? So first I'm going to start with my grandma. My grandma is my heart and soul. Um, one, because... I feel like she lived my life. I don't know. My biggest advice I can give anyone is to listen to your grandparents. They have been there, done that. And a lot, I, like my, I'm the only girl in my family, the oh. only girl. So I've, I've always had this like masculine energy in the sense I have to go and get it. Like I have to go and get it. I'm the only girl, like get up and go, like catch up to the guys, right? The guys think they know it all. And they're, I feel like it's like a pride thing. They don't want to listen to abuela. And I'm like, Abuela, tell me all your secrets. <laughs> like, I want to know them all. One, because she has paved the way for our entire family. She decided from one day to another to leave Miami and move to Orlando by herself, not knowing English. Oh, shout out to Abuela. Yeah, no, <laughs> she paved her own way. She decided Miami was not the life that she wanted. She has so many reasons for it. 
Um, and she decided to move away and the entire family is like, you can't, we're all here. Your kids are here. What are you doing? And she's like, you know what? I'm going to be here. I'm going to work here. And I want to say like at 75, she bought a house. She bought her own house oh and that, and hold on, it gets better. So she bought her own house and she said, this is all for you guys, right? I'm doing this for you. Cause I, I want to leave something behind for you. And my entire family is like, oh, you're crazy. You're old. Like calm down, come back here, live with us. And she's 84 and refuses to retire. Still works. Oh my Still God. Still works. So we love you. Can we go to Orlando to visit her? <laughs> so I have Disney stuff all over my house and people are like, you love Disney. I'm like, that's Abuela. <laughs> I'm like, that's my grandma. And that reminds me on a daily basis what she does. She's in Orlando by herself. The only reason she's not working right now is because of quarantine, because of Corona. If not, she would still be working. And she tells, and like, she still wants to go back to work. She's fighting us because she wants us to file like a, like a thing for her to go back to work. And, <laughs> and she works for Disney, shout out to Disney. Um, but she, Disney's like, you're kind of old, you know, like, <laughs> like if you want to retire, we'll approve it. You know, we're here for you. And she's like, no, I don't want to. And I'm like, my whole family is like, all right, it's time. Like you need to come to Miami. And she's like, I'm not going to. So I think I relate to her in that way. And I just, I love her for that. And I want to be that person for my family. Like my mom, my brother, and my dad, I just know that I have to, I, I have, there's no choice. You know, because if now we're going to stay where we are. But another person that I want to bring up just because she's a, a perfect example of what I'm going to say next. J-Lo. Jennifer Lopez. She oh is 50 God, yeah. years old. Whether I know her or not, whether I know her real story, whatever. Um, she's a perfect example of not like aging better. A lot of people in society think that because they're older, their life is going to get worse. They mm -hmm. think, oh, I'm older. My back hurts. It's okay. Oh, I'm older. I've gained all this weight. It's okay. Oh, I'm older. They settle. That's, that's, yeah. that's the worst they, thing. They, they come settle. down. They, they want to like limit, like, yeah. you know. They have and, excuses to hide behind. Uh -huh. Exactly. And I feel like. That's exactly what it my is. Mom, my grandma and J-Lo are like, the older, the better. Like, <laughs> I'm only getting better with time. And that's in your spirit. Yeah. That's in your no, spirit. I, my mom is the same way. I carry that. And I just don't think, I feel like at 50, I'm going to be the best I've ever been because I'm going to be waking up on time. <laughs> I'm not going to have acne. I'm going to have my diet on point. I'm going to have more to give people. Oh I'm my God, I'm excited time. because I really don't want to get over. Yeah, Thank you no. for this. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I think we need to shift that narrative. Yes. Right? yes. Shift that narrative because at 50, I don't care how I look, I'm going to have more to give. And yes. I know that for a fact. And I think people need to just shift that energy mm -hmm. because I've... My grandma, for example, like she, she, she's a student still. She wants to learn. She, she watches things that teach her. She tells me about conspiracy theory. She tells me about astrology. We things. can be friends. Yes, yes seriously. Yeah. I tell, I'm telling. I call my grandma on a daily basis. We're gonna when, are we gonna, when are we going to go to Orlando? No, she sounds girl. like me. No, and she, conspiracy she, theories, <laughs> everything. And she, she, not that she's like one-sided. She's not like, oh, I'm this. Person. Because no. she's curious. It's she's the in the middle. She's like, I want to know both sides. Oh, I want to understand everyone. I want to know the this and the that. I want, and I'm the same way. To me, that's the, the dessert of life. Yeah. To me, I, when I see people hating on each other for whatever reason, I'm like, 
But you guys don't understand. Like we all want the same eat, thing, and not only that, we all have the same basic need. We want to be loved, and we want exactly. to be accepted. We all want that. All of us, we want that. And another thing, will you eat the same thing every day and be content and be happy? No. Then meeting different people, going to different countries, reading different books. That's the spice of life. You would not put cilantro every day in the same dish and be happy about yeah. it. It's different seasoning. It's different, you know, like juice and stuff. Nobody wants to do the same thing all the time. And that includes people. Even people that I absolutely don't agree with, I love talking to them because they always bring up something that I thought that I knew and I absolutely didn't know. Yeah. And I think... That's the best way to look at life. You want to be adaptable and you want to be curious. Because if not, you'll never be bored. And you'll never be lonely. You'll never be depressed. You'll be useful. You're always gonna Correct. Be, you're always going to be learning. You're always going to be a child mm-hmm. of life. and A child of life. Yeah. I, yeah. Like that's, a child that's, of life. That's the like, goal right there. Life is it's a lesson. Like you got to learn mm-hmm. each day and like be, be a child. Even though it doesn't matter how old you are in that sense. Like want to learn. Look up. Like... You know what I'm saying? And like, see everything through a different eye. Because if you wake up every day and you're not alarmed yourself and you're like, oh, yeah. I have to go to work again and I have to do this. But no, the first thing you tell yourself in the morning makes up your whole day. Yep. If you tell yourself, oh, I'm going to see this client again, but she'll probably have a nice story. And she'll probably, you know, like you convince yourself. And positive psychology is very big on this. And obviously, I I try to work on this as much as I can because I'm I'm human and sometimes I don't want to do things that I need to do. But if you convince yourself every morning that something wonderful is going to happen, that somebody's going to have a new story, because obviously no day is the same. Every day you're going to see somebody new, you're going to go through something, even if it's stressful, but it's different. So you got to convince yourself every morning, okay, I'm going to learn something today. Yeah. Even negative, even positive, I'm going to grow from this or I'm going to learn from this. So having that mentality, I think that like pumps up your happiness 100%. Yeah. Before I move into one very important question, which I think it's actually going to help someone I know, and I'm definitely going to recommend that person to listen to the podcast because they've been asking me this question and the more answers we get them, the better. But you reminded me, of my grandma's sister that what I really loved about her life was she was in her 90s and the things this lady used to do she was like the inspiration of the entire family I remember her 92nd birthday or something like that she wanted an iPod for her birthday because she had followers on Facebook Mm -hmm. and she wanted to be able to you know she requested the iPod she's like now I can be a child again and she used to have her own organization to fundraise um, for the kids for Christmas. She used to do all these things that I was just amazed because she was in her 90s. And what I loved the most about her is that when she passed away, everyone was crying. But everyone at the end of the day, the only thing they had to say is, what makes me happy is that I know she lived her life so good that we are all in, at peace now that she passed away because she passed away because of her age. But she... She did lived. everything she wanted to do. And not only that, she left a little bit of that behind with every single person she met. That's her legacy. And to me, I'm like, I, yes, I was showing around her video <laughs> to everyone. I was like, look, I don't want to be old. Because not old, I just didn't want to be like 90 and yeah, like with pain. Not. and you know. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, if I want to be 90, I want to be 90 like this. <laughs> so I was showing everyone. I'm like, this is my goal. 
whatever I need to do, you know, if I need to go to the gym a hundred times a day, whatever I need to do, but I want to be like her yeah. when I'm 90. So because that's the only issue with me getting old. It's because I am very active. I like to travel. I like to do things. And my biggest nightmare is like not being able to do those things because my body doesn't like yeah, me. That's but I, fear. Yeah, that's my fear. Yeah, but I always tell like my, my younger cousin, Lenny, I always tell her, I want them to bury me like a feather. And she's like, what do you mean like a feather? I'm like, like a feather. Like, I didn't hold anything in. Mm -hmm. I want to rest literally in peace like a feather. I don't want to go with no regrets and with anything inside. And that means with everything, the emotional and everything. I want to be a person who says everything they feel, which I'm already am to a fault. But I also want to do everything I want to do. And I don't want to miss out. That's my biggest thing in life. That's exactly what I want people to say about yeah, me. That's kind of like really quick. My, my approach on training also. Like you know how you're like my biggest fear is my body. My, and like even training at Lenny's. I know she's busy. I know that she has a lot going on. And I know that she needs to live her life. You know, yes. and that's my approach on training. My approach on training is just to make sure you feel good and you're coming and you're moving and you're eating, thinking of the future, mm -hmm. thinking not right now. I'm not going to kill you and push you. And OK, today, because that's not sustainable. No, no it's not, not long term. You're yeah. going to wear yourself out. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to do this three month program and then fall out. No, my thing is lifestyle. let's learn little mm -hmm. lifestyle hacks and little tax. And how can I? add this to my busy schedule how can i add meals to my schedule how can i add food to my schedule let's add some meals um let's how can i add a workout to my schedule let me know what day works for you oh my my knee was hurting the other day let's work on your knee let's not let that continue and neglect that and then put you through this workout that's going to make it worse and that's just my style of training my approach for fitness is to is a healthy let's be healthy what can I do to make you a healthier person for the long term? And health is going to allow you to fall. Like, let's say you get sick, you're going to bounce right back. Mm -hmm. Let's say that you miss two weeks, you're going to bounce back. You're going to be able, your body's going to adapt because you're at its healthiest point. Mm -hmm. That's what I want people to understand when it comes to fitness and like just because you're old does not mean that your back should hurt mm -hmm. you know now i want to get old <laughs> I mean, listen i think we need to do another podcast because on fitness. I, on no, fitness. Seriously, health because yes. um i eat very healthy and i take care of myself and i'm really proud of her um because before because of her work and everything is totally understandable she was not the person that you see right now when it came to health and yeah. i always felt like this little pinching my heart because I felt like oh my god this girl like she's working herself because I did the same thing and only when I ended up in the hospital going through a really hard time in my life I was like okay I need to take care of my health from that came gastritis PCOS and even though I eat healthy she knows and obviously I'll have a burger I'll drink it's, it's nothing extreme but at least Let 80 life. 20 uh -huh. yes um I still have issues with my weight. I still have issues with acne. I still have issues because, exactly, because of stress, which is the silent killer. So when I used to see her, like, because I did that for years, seeing her, like, killing herself and, and running on empty, when, which oh, she I tells did, me all the time. Yeah, She's like, I'm tired. I'm like, yeah, take a day off. Exactly. Which I did <laughs> and I learned for to, years. And I learned to sell to you. Tell I can't go because yes. I'm tired. Because before, I would just go because I felt like I had, I had to, to do yeah. everything. That and was me for years. I did not 
Listen, my biggest, my biggest pride was at the end of the day, Oscar, I was a little stick. What you see today is not how... Like, stop it, it. Stop it. No, listen. Stop I that talk. <laughs> I, I, I was... I think I used to weigh 110 pounds. That's not real. Stop and, it. And I was five... I'm five nine. And my biggest um, pride at the end of the day, standing all day, 15, 12 hours in a salon... I used to be like, wow, I haven't eaten anything today. I think no. I had a glass of water. Oh I my swear. God. Me muero. I had chronic <laughs> gastritis. I ended up in, I had a exhaustion, gastritis, and um, the worst migraines. And then um, I got better and I put a band aid on the problem, which I feel like, like I said, we need a, a whole podcast mm-hmm. on this because I, I know how deep we can get with this. But I put a band-aid because obviously the emotional side too, I was going through a lot, which is obviously body, mind. I know we need to do a whole yes. podcast yes. on that. <laughs> which but is what pushed you to yes, those extremes. Exactly. And then um, years passed and I was working and I was partying and I was doing everything and anything. And then all of a sudden my body just like... I feel like my body just got mad at me. Like, yeah, it'll talk to you. It'll tell it, you. It, Stop it. It got mad at me. I Right now I have insulin resistance because it's the worst things you can have. Um, like I said, I have PCOS or whatever. It doesn't matter what I do. It takes me like a month to lose three pounds. And it takes me a week to gain it back. And it's not about the weight. It's just about the fact that my body's like stuck. So let me tell you this really quick um, for anybody who's listening. You have that, right? Mm-hmm. You are not that. No, no. Yes. You are not that. Do not let that define you. Do not let that... Or be an excuse for that Exactly. Matter. Do yes. not let it deter you. Do not let it define you and yes. be the reason why things are happening. You mm-hmm. are who you are and you will overcome it yes. by learning from it, learning what you can do and asking the right questions and just getting that right information because mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want you to to be stuck with that story yes. that's not you you know and everybody has stuff yeah you know so that's the best thing i think you can tell um somebody and i totally agree and i feel like uh, life is just your perspective for example i would have never gotten involved Eleni knows i do my research i have a blog on wellness because I'm genuinely like interested in why your body does this, and when I get my license as a psychology, I don't only want to do, um, you know, emotional therapy. I also want to do the body mind connection. Obviously, I'm not a trainer. Um, Which I don't you don't do, need to be. You don't need to be. Yes, and but I want people to understand um, what comes from what, how they because connect, how they connect, and. I think that unless you go through it, you cannot really, really feel for somebody else and give them the right advice. Because I can tell you right now, well, yeah, I know, I get that you feel like that and I want you to feel better. But since I've been through it, I have certain compassion that sets me apart with other people, which is the reason why I want to become a psychologist in the first place. Because I know what it is to be in that emotional hole. And I think unless you've been there, there's no way you can have that compassionate with people. This is perfect um, that you're talking about this because I think that emotional hole, like you said, a lot of us can find ourselves in that situation when we don't know what we want to do. Which is one of the reasons why we wanted you to talk today about 
following your passion and how you got to where you are and all of that stuff. And one of the reasons why I said earlier um, that I thought it was great for you to share your point of view on this is because I do have people that have reached out to me and said, my, my son, this family member, they just don't know what to do with their life. They're, they're just stuck. They are just lost. So we wanted to see what was your biggest advice or what would you tell anyone who is lost and doesn't know what passion to pursue? Um, a couple of things. I would tell them to, first of all, shut out any noise that they have. Somebody telling them what they should do, what they think they should do. Because nobody truly knows you but you. You know, like you sit with yourself every night. Which brings me to my other thing. You need to have self-awareness. You need to do the personal development. You need Woo. to do... You my need favorite to, things. Yeah, no. And I, that's what's gotten me this far. This yes. literally pushed me this far because I didn't have that in my family. I didn't... Like, I was doing this on my own, so I couldn't go to my family and be like, I'm doing this, I want to quit. They'll be like, yeah, go work for someone else. That's the answer. Like, go... Mm -hmm. Yes, Anais, go turn this way. And I, I was like, no, I'm going to look up to people who have done it before, people who could give me that advice. So personal development, pour into yourself, become self-aware of what makes you truly happy, which is where Stay Golden comes from. Stay Golden. What do you think when that comes to you? Like, what makes you happy when you wake up? What is something that you will do when for free? What is something that you can't stop thinking about? Just sit with yourself and ask yourself. There's so many opportunities nowadays. We're in 2020. Like, yep. you can make Especially a job now. out of anything, right? The only thing stopping you is yourself. So sit with yourself and figure out what is stopping you, what thoughts, who are you scared to talk to. Like, what it, not knowing is not an excuse. You can know. You can learn anything. You are in this earth to learn. When you stop learning is when you start to to age, which is what we were just talking about. When you Woo, stop... I feel like I'm in church. Yes. <laughs> and that, it comes from personal development. I promise you, like, I wasn't born saying these things. I had to teach myself Oh, this me too. Because yes. I, had, I was programmed another way, mm -hmm. and I had to unprogram and relearn something else. So just being aware and knowing that you need to do this for yourself. Stop listening to everyone else, like... Because they're not going to show up to that nine-to-five job for and if, you. It, when you're doing that, you got to imagine or envision yourself years from now. Mm -hmm. Because you know that that takes work. And, and you where gotta do you want to see yourself? you got to manifest. Yourself? Yes. Mm -hmm. And, for example, I think something I love that you said is right now there's so many things you can do. You can do anything you want to do. There's no so excuse right now. The reason why I think that's a great thing to say is because... Let's say I love, and this is a real example for someone I know. Let's say I know basketball. I love basketball. That's what I want to do. I want to play basketball. But whether it is that maybe enough. you or you got injured or something, but that doesn't mean you can do something along the line. Exactly. There's so many other things that you can do related to basketball that you can still teach mm -hmm. or get or have your foot in the door, yes, exactly. which is what happened exactly. with the gym. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily have to be, I'm playing basketball, but like you said, there's so many things you can do. So don't let that stop you. Get creative. You know, think outside the box. Yeah. Think outside the box. Yes. I think that's the best thing of being alive in this era, that, okay, you maybe you're not tall enough to play basketball, like you said. Maybe you're not talented, because we have to be real as well. Yes. We realistic. cannot, that, that wishful thinking will not get you anywhere. 
okay, you're not tall enough or whatever, listen, hire little, I don't know, go to parents that want their kids to learn and coach them. Be a coach, yeah. Write a book about the things that you know how to do and don't know how to do. Um, Go ahead and teach seminars of how to become a basketball player. And even though you cannot physically do it, your mindset or what you have learned can help others achieve that goal. And another thing that you said that I think has been a real trademark in my life. First, I always say don't settle. And second, that conditioning. That conditioning that you received growing up, um, I didn't have the best childhood, and I received a lot of conditioning that I have worked like through life trying to erase and reprogram. So exactly what you said about conditioning. Um, just because this is what you learn doesn't mean that that's what you need to follow. So when you were young, if you learned that maybe what's important is being a lawyer or a doctor, and you want to be an artist, and you want to sustain yourself with your art, because obviously we need to live, we need to make money. We're not here to tell you, okay, go be an artist, even if you don't make a dollar. That's not realistic. But maybe you want to be an artist, even if you're not good at it, even if you don't make money from it, maybe you can work during the day in something that you are good at and that you make money from. I paint, and I'm not any good at it, but I do it because that I'm passionate about it. So exactly. So you you there is a whole thing now that lies to us and tells us, oh, because it's your passion, you're gonna make money from it and you're gonna be great and you're gonna be big. No. If that's not the case, have it as a hobby or teach somebody else or maybe sell your art um, for less and do something else that brings you money. Just do not let your soul die. Do not let yourself um, give up just because you're not good at it. Reprogram yourself and recondition yourself that maybe you were taught that this is the way, but maybe that's not the way for you. And that's okay as well. Be compassionate with yourself. Yeah. And I know it has been an amazing time, but there's one last question because, of course, like we said, we're going to have to have a second yes. Um, yes. episode because we, I feel like there's so much more that we can talk about. But there's one question I definitely don't want to forget and that I don't want us to leave this space today without talking about this. And is I want to hear everything about your ultimate goal. What's your ultimate goal in life and in business? Okay, so my ultimate goal is to to obviously be a student of life forever. And I want to share that knowledge with everyone around me. My goal is to spread it and leave an impact on each person that I meet. So now, like you said, uh, with business, I just started a network marketing company because I'm able to share my business knowledge with other people and help them become business owners. Whether they stay with the network marketing company or not, they're able to learn business tactics and learn how to run a business. And they're also learning about themselves, self-awareness, personal development, all that. I want to teach that to people because a lot of people don't have that resource. So I want to be a resource for people in that area, in business, and also in health and wellness. Um, I want to be that person that just constantly gives that information out. So you come to me and you know that you can ask me any type of question. Obviously, I have my Stay Golden Wellness business that I want it to be eventually a full wellness place where you come for your meals your events your 
fitness, your wellness, your vitamins, every, I want it to be like this whole wellness thing and it's gonna take some time. Um, and now with 2020 shifting here and there, being virtual and this and that, I'm, I'm learning, but I know at the end what I want Stay Golden to look like. And I don't want it to, I've never wanted it to be about me as me being the, the image and the face of it. I want it to be for other people. So I want it, even other trainers to come to the brand and be able to share their knowledge um, for other business owners to come and share their knowledge. I want Stay Golden to be the ultimate wellness place for everyone to share what they have, you know, share it at events with me, teach classes, teach nutrition, be, a, have a chef that I just took on the business. He's able to cook meals, which is what he loves to do for people who need it. So I just want to be like a platform for people to kind of feed off of me and me give to them. I don't know. <laughs> yes. And I think that is amazing because for everything that you just mentioned, everything you just covered, a lot of times people are having to go to different places to find that. So having a place where you can find everything, where you can find a community, like you said, exactly. and also give the opportunity of people like this guy who's a chef to also pursue his, his dream and yeah. do, you know, follow his passion and do what he loves. So I think that's amazing. And we hope, well, we know it's going to be as great and as big as you want it to be. You have the right values. You know, you want to build a community, which is the right word. You want to build a community. You want to connect people, and you want to bring people value. I think that when you do that, even if you don't, um, even if you don't get to whatever people think is the definition of success, is going is to be successful for you. Yeah. Because that is your goal. And it's gonna at the end of the day when you do something truly for the. The, the wellness of, of the people. other person, it just grows from there. Yes. Yeah. And yes. I, I want to bring up a couple of things. I know I'm an air sign. I don't know if you guys are into astrology, but I know I when am. I speak <laughs> and I say my vision and my goals, it sounds like a lot. And a lot of people tell me that. And they're like, I'm a water sign. So to yeah. people, I'm always like, in what another realm and whatever. I'm yeah. And they're like, oh, yes. we're Gemini. Yes. So, yes. Yes. so yes. we're My moon is in Gemini. We're two. Oh, so yes. a lot of people tell me, you're, you, you're saying too much. You're thinking too much. You need to settle on one thing. And I'm aware of that as a business owner that I do have to find you know, one thing at a time and stuff, but I will get there, which is why you asked me my goal. That's going to be the, the bigger picture of it. And one thing at a time mm -hmm. for you to build the steps, you need to know the end goal. Yes. So little by little, it's, it, it's all going to come together, which is why I wanted to bring it out to people that believe in yourself, plan it out and get it done. Like, and don't be in a rush. We're like always yes. in a rush. We think it needs to happen, mm -hmm. which is another thing that you brought up. People defining us people defining what your success should look like, I've always hated being defined. Whether it was you're too loud, you're too tall, you're, you're a tomboy, you're too shy, you talk too slow. All these little things, I'm like, no. Like, If I want to talk loud today, I'm going to yeah. talk loud today. Or if I want to do this tomorrow, I'm going to do it. So don't be scared to reinvent yourself or create your own, your own way. Like let people have titles and don't let it define mm -hmm. you. You define yourself. You get together with people like this, mm -hmm. three women who are all going through, trying to figure things out, having their own business. All three of us decided to follow our passion and probably um, 
have so much, so many things in common. There's so much that we can feed off each other. And I think that's the whole purpose of the podcast is to be able to have a community where everyone can feed from each other's stories, each other's experiences, and feel like there is a support. So before we go, because of course we wanted to offer you um, our support always uh, on anything that you're doing. Because of that, we want to make sure that we open our platform for you to tell everyone where they can reach you. If you have anything going on right now that you can offer them, uh, just share that information with them. We are going to be sharing that on our Instagram too, so stay um, on our Instagram stories, on our feed. We're going to make it available there, but we wanted to give you the chance to, to tell everyone. All right, guys. First of all, thank you for having me. It's been so much fun. But if you guys want to continue to talk and chit-chat, you guys can find me at Anaí Cejas on Instagram and also at Stay Golden Miami. I offer personal training, meal prep services, and also online coaching. So if you can't come to Miami or meet me in person, I can also help you online. I do a lot of um, mindful training. So I do help with injuries and help you reach your optimal health um, through training so if you guys want to know more or have any questions in regards to anything wellness just let me know and contact me online and if you don't mind what was the name of your meal prep company so it's stay golden meals everything is going to be under stay golden so okay perfect and you said that your instagram is anaise has which is a-N-A-I-S-C-E-J-A-S. Okay, perfect, guy. Make sure to check it out because it's definitely a gem. And we want to thank you for being with us in this amazing episode. We are going to do uh, part two because, as you know, wellness and fitness, it's such a deep subject that just going through it superficially, it's not... Um, it's, it's just not what we want to do. So we'll definitely have her again and do a part two and go a little bit deeper. And always feel free to send us your questions to wearingthehills at gmail.com. Yes, thank you guys for joining us tonight. And um, we hope that you keep enjoying every single person that we bring in. We really think through the person that we bring in because we want to make sure conversations are as great as this conversation with Anais was today and that we can bring her back and we can bring more and more value each time. So thank you so much. And as always, we want to welcome, welcome you guys to wear the heels with us and don't take them off until you have accomplished all of your goals.